Tim Marker, The White Lotus, Season 2, Episode 1 review. What's going on, Animal City Movie Talk? As always, I'm your host, Ryan D. Ryan Ryan Succeed. And this is Alamo City Movie Talk. Movie Talk for movie fans. Guys, you've been in the movie world right into your ears, devices. Thank you for making us a part of your day. Let's get right to it. Angela, what are we reviewing today? We are reviewing, you know, we're sad that, you know, Half the Dragon ended. Yeah. Ooh. What, what do we do with our Sundays now? Know. Whoa, HBO. <laughs> HBO did it came again. Came through, came it through. Came through. Always. On clutch. Quality over quantity here. <laughs> Uh, we're reviewing season two of the white lotus the white lotus you know the white lotus was a real random show when i first when we first saw it we were just like we didn't know what to expect right we did not know we, what we what to ever expect in we this would type of show like it as much as we did you know i loved it like we we yeah. got sucked into that world right away like yeah definitely we, like again it was random we we really didn't know what we were watching but we loved it won tons of awards you know yeah um when so we yeah. were super excited that they announced season two right mm -hmm. and it's finally here you know yeah. and i like that hbo kind of uh waited until house of dragon ended to yeah premiere this. I, I, I really like that they too. planned it out very well and, and they seem to really do that with a lot of their shows and everything it's crazy to think that you know what am i gonna do with my sundays now now it's not house <laughs> of the dragon night now it's not game of Thrones night whatever you want to call it i mean it's just it's definitely one of those days where like what do you do with your sunday nights well wow. hbo did you well guys and I, i'll be honest here you know season two opened up you know the emmy winner of course the white lotus season one opened up to 1.5 million viewers sunday night up to 63 percent versus season one premiere because i'll be honest here season one had no audience like whatsoever like really because it's essentially when you start an original show or original like uh, uh, especially even a movie character just like black adam when you start certain characters where you're just like they have no fan base nobody knows who they are <laughs> unless you're a real hardcore fan in this case it was very different we didn't know what to expect out of this show uh of course, in the very season one, we knew a lot of different actors and actresses were going to be in there. One of them, TV person, was we, we Connie, which I loved in Friday Night Lights. Yeah, uh, we recognized we recognize, yeah. um, Sydney from uh, um, uh, for Euphoria. Uh, we, yeah, so many yeah. Characters. So we recognized a yeah. lot of different characters. But we're like, what is the show even about? It was so random. Yeah. It was essentially like a murder mystery whodunit. Like you're yeah. retracing events, right? And I feel like coming into season two i didn't know where it would yeah. go from here right yeah so we saw what happened in season one i was surprised it. i was surprised I was, season two i was really surprised really too but i really like yeah how it's not the same hotel exactly it's, it's the same chain, chain which makes damn sense oh my god the creator himself oh man that was brilliant that was great i love that, that i really good. would i really appreciate that yeah. and it's not only like in the u.s mm -hmm. it's like it, yeah it's in italy oh my yeah. gosh and it's like the scenery oh, is man. just it opens up it's so beautiful right yeah it's beautiful and it's the same thing like you you start off right mm -hmm. away something bad happened and it's retracing steps right yeah just like the first season just and, like and i love it because season. it's like what happened now like it's it, yeah you, you just get into that you, whole you see, okay. like murder mystery almost yeah. in a weird way i mean it's not like so yeah. you see like you obviously a dead body and yeah. where they pull it out just like almost the first season one you know it's just essentially that's what it's, it's it was similar body. to it yeah, yeah, yeah. it's similar um similar situation and you know this is actually created by the brilliant mind of mike white which is funny because the only thing i can recall again call me crazy call me you know weirdo the only thing i can really recall him from uh he was best known was um uh, he was actually in school of rock but he wrote school of rock as well with jack black he was jack black's friend um uh while making that film so i mean mike white is not a stranger 
from comedy. He's not. I mean, I love School of Rock. School of Rock was. I thought that was a fantastic comedy. I enjoyed it. It was very clean humor. I. It's probably one of the best clean humor films out there. Granted, no cuss words. Not that really. I would say. Oh, ass. They say ass, but I mean, come on. It's in the Bible. But anyway, it's just, it, it's definitely. Besides that, though, it's it's come a long way. Right, our comedy has come a long way. Our comedy now is. And I'm not saying this is a bad way. Is uh, definitely more uh, vulgar, more vulgar, more vulgar, more vulgar, more sex scenes for sure. More catching people in the sex act, only that's cheating on another it's more person. Like awkward. Yeah, and more awkward sex, or you're you're getting or uh, or you're having sex and you're staring at a painting or something. It's just and you're rethinking your thoughts while you're in the it's moment. HBO. Essentially, it's the women that are doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah so like you start off the series uh, yeah. the season uh right away with a dead body in the beach right pull it yeah. out don't know who done it and then it goes to one week earlier yeah. right so then you get the introduction of all these people right kind yeah. of the sim- similar and situation they're in a boat yeah. traveling to this yeah. destination it's, hotel you know it's it's really uh it's really i could put it well plain and simple guys it follows the exploits uh you know of various guests and and employees over the span of a week a all week. this sh- happens in a week ladies and gentlemen i can't believe it because it feels like longer than a week for us right because we're the they're releasing every episode every week which sucks because i'm just like gotta wait another week all right next sunday what other catastrophe is gonna happen here so i gotta we say follow the, these people we follow yeah. the same lead which is one of the girls that you really do like love jennifer Coolidge, right yeah so her character is back from season one Tanya, right yeah so she's married um and her and her husband are going to this uh, Italian White Lotus Resort, right? Yeah. Five star hotel, right? We, right away, really? we meet the manager, mm-hmm. Valentina. Valentina. And it's like, she she, it's a, so different. different. It's so different. Oh, I, I don't know if it's it. a cultural thing. It's but a culture thing. She's super blunt. Very, and very. And she tries so hard to be perfect and so charming, and she is not. <laughs> okay, okay. No, no, no. Okay, I'll, I'll be honest here. You know, the last one we had, you know, he was very. He would just be like, okay, like he would just be like, okay, okay, yes, yes, sir, yes, man, well, like, like you, holding you, it in. He would hold it in a lot, and obviously we saw the catastrophe in that in season one and everything that happened because it just it consumed him essentially. And so with this one, it's very different. I'm excited. I really she am. She does not consume. She it. she don't give a. <laughs> sh- she just like says it straight up. She says bloody American. Like she's probably thinking that in her head. You know, it, it's just, it's. That's this. That's the but, whole. But equally, you yeah. see, equally, this hotel manager versus previous seasons. They're equally as stressed, right? Yeah. They're trying to run this yeah. resort, make sure the guests yeah. experience are flawless. Yeah. You see the stress, right? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So huge you stress. see her. You, it's yeah. her character's introduced right away. Yeah. Also, like I said, Jennifer Coolidge um, and her husband are introduced. You get yeah. uh, the assistant that she brought along that her yeah. husband doesn't like. Oh man, <laughs> obviously does not like whatsoever. It's crazy to think how how much. Uh, uh, you know how you can really like it's it's funny because tanya is just she doesn't want to travel alone because that's the first thing she mentions to her husband he's all like i've been texting you and you don't want to travel oh by the way it's a spoiler by the way so uh yeah it, it's definitely it's definitely struggle because i can understand she wants to feel loved but she doesn't get that but she wants you, to get loved by you, anybody though. and you get that from yeah. the first season that's why right? she brings your assistant because she's just like i don't want to be lonely she has this she has this uh, persona of just, and, I don't want to be alone and I don't care who I bring. Even though she's married now, yeah. you could tell she's still alone. their marriage, her marriage, their marriage isn't fulfilling, yeah. right? You tell, you tell some, you, right away, you send something's off, just their yeah. interactions, right? You get that set up. Yeah. Uh, again, the assistant, she's trying to please her husband. Yeah. So she tells the assistant, stay in your room the whole time, right? 
So you get her character as well, mm-hmm. like just trying to, you know, figure out what to do. Yeah. She kind of hates her job. Portia. Yeah. yeah. Portia, she, you know, she's really uh, struggling with herself too, in, in, in a way. And I like that because they both almost, it's weird because it's like they both, she complains about it, but at the same time, though, I kind of feel like they're similar. She, yeah, they're similar. That's why she stuck around with her as her assistant and everything. And then, of course, let's skip to the four friends here that we see traveling as well. One of them, of course, we recognize right away, which is Aubrey Plaza. Oh, my God. She's this so woman, funny. This woman, oh Aubrey gosh. Plaza. Girl. She's so funny. She is hilarious. Oh, my God. And it's she doesn't have. It's, it's, she doesn't have to. It's her face. She doesn't yeah. have to try so she, hard to be, like, yeah. awkward. She, and she, like, she is. I mean, she she's is, so good. Yeah, she's she so really good. is. She's a, she's a great actress for the role that she has. I'm just saying. Like, and dude, you she see, kills like it. they're not like super best friends. Yeah, and they're like the couples themselves but are just distinctly I, different. Yeah, just I just feel. I just different. feel that because the way she, her acting skills is just it's phenomenal. Right, we saw it so much. I if anyone's because again, I'm not come. This is me come not coming from Parks and Recreation, right? Because I did not watch Parks and Recreation. I, I never watched that show. Did like that humor, but besides that, right? Let's bring that out of the equation here because that's the popularity there from her background. <laughs> I saw her in Ingrid Goes West, one of the best stalker movies I've ever seen in my entire life. She killed it. She freaking killed that role. Uh, you know, Elizabeth Olsen was in there too as well. I mean, I, I, Ice Cube's son was in there too as well. I just, I loved that whole movie as a whole as a stalker film. It was so good. Aubrey Plaza brought her A game. And in this part right here, she is bringing her A++ game because her, <laughs> I, I mean, again, she doesn't have to say anything to know that you're effing annoying the sh- out of me. You, she face. doesn't have to say it. It's like, she doesn't have to say a word. And I'm just like, oh my god, this is so entertaining. Like it just, yeah. it's so entertaining. Almost feels like you're watching a reality show, but you're not. It's funny. She, she's she's very you, she's you a very good know. face actor. Like she has she yeah. she portrays those emotions so well without ever saying anything. Yeah. Another face we recognize from the group of friends is I think Theo James. Yeah. He's in a lot of stuff, but I guess most notably that I know of is like the Divergent series. Yes. Yeah. Never watched it, but I I'm very familiar with his the, him and his work. Yeah. So um, see him right away, and you see this distinct couple like. Hmm. the split like theo james and his um significant other are completely like opposite kind of in their own bubble you know the rich bubble Mm. and then you have (laughs) aubrey plaza and her her partner are like super in documentaries and being you know woke and like they're they're definitely different different different, uh couples one's obviously very wealthy and one is just focused on um on, on their own uh on their own ambition it really is because and i mean and, I, and, and to each his own like i get that because aubrey plaza and eat and ethan's uh our team is like we, we something back to the world essentially that's why i feel like they want to give something back to the world and they want to be a part it, of something and they want to make sure that they keep up with the with the world you know it also seems yeah. like a maybe new money old money situation oh definitely because i mean ethan now is a rich guy they mentioned it in this episode yeah so, so he's definitely wealthy now is he gonna act the part now now that he's very new to wealth. So that's, the, you get that set up too. Anything could happen. And you get like a lot of Definitely. weird, like, yeah. weird vibes, right? Like, yeah. so you, again, the couples are completely on different not, yeah. spectrums of like how they show affection, how mm-hmm. they interact with each other, how they interact with pe- people, their world yeah. views, blah, blah, blah. And you kind of get a sense that maybe Aubrey plaza's character is not 100 percent happy with uh yeah there's there's the definitely way, a struggle or like here. both of them it kind of it kind of gives off a little bit of a 
again, this is just my take, right? I mean, it kind of gives off like a little swinger couple vibe when we get into the episode a little bit because it's kind of like the you know the wealthy rich guy's like on board. I'm gonna try to. I mean, he literally changes the front because he's like day. you know yeah. married with kids, you know. Yeah, but yeah. So I get it. And then um, you know, so we see them again. Love, love them. They're all great. Uh, we we also see um, yeah another interesting Bert, one was, yeah, yeah Bert, was, it's a father it's a it's, it's a grandfather a, it's a three generation yeah, grandfather, grandfather father and, and a, a son. son yeah and they're all in italy to go to the grandfather old town oh, the his his grandmother's uh Cic- sicily I believe, yeah, yeah like some some town in italy yeah and reconnect with distant relatives right yeah i mean that's, that, that makes sense so funny because they're all so different yeah they're all so different yeah. and it's like the grandfather hey, bird got game that's all i'm saying bird got game <laughs> loves to flirt for an old Bert grandpa got game. loves to flirt with him love the actor too by the way yeah um you know but he can't help but fart F-Bert, and he's yeah. so funny and F-Bert then the, Ab- abraham yeah. and you see the stark resemblance for the father mm. his son um i mean yeah who's this- like a workaholic and you know maybe not <laughs> yeah. the best in his marriage you see like a little scene yeah. where you know, essentially his marriage or maybe ex marriage is yeah, dissolved. Yeah, it's very, it's very brutal. And bitter. Almost, it's, it's, it's definitely uh, gone to the worst for him, especially because you kind of feel, you know, at first you're just like, what is this guy? Why is he acting like a douchebag to his son? And now I know, I'm not saying it's an excuse whatsoever, but it's just like you kind of understand a little bit where he's coming from. But at the same time, though, it's just at the very end of this episode, we're going to skip ahead. You know, he gets the prostitute. Um, so which yeah, is one of the girls it, here it that circles yeah. back into like which is, one of the girls is Mia. Yeah, yeah, and it really, it's really uh, so kind of puts a little dynamic to a new character. So they bring us not only are they bringing us, they brought us pretty much essentially that very first scene on the boat. They brought us like so many bunch of new characters, and then they touched up on the on the on the on Mia's side and her friend. They left her in the dark. And then they brought they brought us to like the resort people. Now they brought Mia back in because they made their way into the resort. And again, it just I love how Mike Mike White has really done a phenomenal job. And they directing. all like connect, right? Yeah. So like, that's what the there's sh- a scene dude. where like the assistant for Tanya yeah. meets up with one of the the son so the son yeah from you know this Albie. trio. I think his name's Albie, Albie right? Albie, yeah. This trio trying to you know reconnect with. Mm-hmm. old relatives right and then like you say like the father of you know this trio hires the, the escort the, prost- the, the yeah. lucia yeah. so you you see them all connect and mm-hmm. so and it's just the first episode like you know yeah. so i really can't wait to see if we're like, gonna see more and it looks like we are because it's a sneak peek it looks like the guys have a it looks party like the and they invite friends, the girls the, the the four friends or the two guys because remember they say oh the girls are the girls are going off to yeah, this so small the, town. yeah. day trip so right? now it's the guys they're getting rich she's like hey man come on you didn't do you didn't do anything in college let's make up for it tonight that's what's gonna happen that's what's gonna happen so you and see, it's gonna come out it's and it's like you see and daphne kind of gives a little hints like oh but she murdered her husband or like well, what did she say it was a crime dateline i think she watches <laughs> oh and then the, i love how they casually mention yeah we watched ted lasso oh who doesn't love that guy like it just i love that it's because funny. i dressed up for ted lasso for halloween yeah, yeah. for halloween for until, party, yeah, 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 yeah definitely but yeah i'm excited to see what this season is it's a foretold here i'm excited to what more we're gonna get out of here I'm excited all around. I can't wait to see more Aubrey Plaza in here. She's definitely one to look out for, especially because I think this was like one of the 
uh, essentially like one of the hooks to get you into the show. Like this is another good named show, uh, named person that everyone knows. Yeah, I mean, you know? Jennifer Coolidge won an Emmy, you yeah. know, for last season. So she, so bringing her back was definitely awesome. She, she she's, is really she's a so character. funny. Dude, like, she was, she's yeah. so funny. And it's just, again, yeah. it's so effortless. She's just so that sexy was natural. Hilarious. In being again like awkward, but she's just hilarious. I just yeah. love her humor, oh, and it. so yeah. like super smart to bring her back. Same thing yeah. with Aubrey Plaza. She's done so many good things in her career. It's so great to have her on the show. Yeah. I know there's a couple more, um, you know, faces to recognize that mm-hmm. they're awesome cast. Like the whole casting was like perfect. I think, yeah. in my opinion, so far. No, yeah. I mean, we're gonna see. So them. great. Everyone's we're... done such a good job yeah. this episode. We're gonna see them really interact more. So, and I can't wait because we're gonna see it all unfold all at once uh, in that very last episode <laughs> like it did or the second to the last episode i'm excited to see what this season foretolds hopefully it's a good long enough season i feel like it's gonna skip by really quick mm-hmm. and get ready guys because it's christmas time christmas music's everywhere and the christmas is in the air be sure to, because i i know we're gonna talk it about we're well we might even do a movie a, mo- a little episode here of like best christmas movies to watch and a guest yes maybe die hard will be in there we will come to that conclusion maybe it won't maybe it will you never know uh that's always gonna be the huge debate is die hard a christmas movie that's always been the debate for movie talkers. Never seen it. Oh my god! All right, there, guys. As always, I'm your host, Ryan D. Clone Ryan Six Eighty. Manjot that Kadiyanj. And this is Alamo City Movie Talk, guys. If you have not already, like, share, subscribe, hit that the bell notification to get notified for our movie reviews and for in this case our TV reviews, guys. And thanks so much for making us a part of your day. As always, I'm your host. Catch you later.